record it later. Okay, good morning. Shalom Uvracha, new week, dive into davening. So last week we talked about, um, good morning, we talked about Modeani, and we learned um, about HaKadosh Baruch returning our unique souls. He did it again this morning, by the way, if you notice. You woke up, you're still you. <laughs> so Hashem returned us our, our is that, what? <laughs> um, Hashem returned us our souls, and we're here for a mission. And the next thing we do after Moda'ani is we make a, a, a we go to, to, uh, to, to wash our hands, right? Immediately wash our hands upon waking up. Uh, we'll talk very briefly, uh, probably tomorrow, about why we wash our hands when we wake up, what the significance is. Um, but before then, I want to talk about the concept of a bracha. This is the first bracha we make. Um, one first out of what should be a hundred brachas a day. And we say, Baruch Atah Hashem in the morning. So I want to use this opportunity to talk about those words that we, we utter all the time and that need um, a bit more of an explanation. So let's start with the beginning. Baruch Atah Hashem. Blessed are you Hashem. Hashem, you are blessed. We are, we are, we are declaring that he is blessed. We are blessing him. So uh, wh- what does that mean? What's the concept of blessing Hashem, that uh, you know, we are unbelievably finite beings. He is unbelievably infinite being. How in the world can we possibly bless him? This, is, uh, this reminds me of the Gemara in Brachas, in Daf Zayin. Uh, Avram Fried turned this into a song, so you can sing along if you'd like. He's, it's a beautiful song. Tanya, Om Rabbi Yishmael ben Elisha. Rabbi Yishmael ben Elisha was the Kohen Gadol, said, Once upon a time, Pa machas nichnasti lehakti on Yom Kippur, I went to bring the ultimate sacrifice, the Ketores, incense, inside the Holy of Holies on Yom Kippur. And what happened? And I saw a representation of Hashem. He's sitting on his, uh, his exalted throne. And he said to me, who's he? Hashem, or Amalek, who's representing Hashem, said to me, Yishmoel b'ni barcheni, bless me. So this is Hashem requesting a blessing from a mortal, from Yishmoel, Kohen Kadol. Amati lo, I said to him, Yiratzim alfanecha shiyichpushu rachamecha eshkascha. That uh, it should be your will, may it be your will in front of you that you should um, uh, your rachamim, your benevolence should uh, should withhold your kas, your anger. Viagol rachamecha midosecha. And your rachman, again, your mercy, should um, outpace, should, should, uh, should, should, should go beyond uh, the usual measures. And you should interact with your children with the midas harachamim. You should act with, with them um, uh, within or beyond the letter of the law. So that's the bracha that Yishmael Khan Gadol gave to Hashem. Venana Liberosha, and it says that uh, he, he nodded, he nodded with his head, he nodded. So here is a paradigm of bracha. Hashem asks directly for a bracha, and Rabbi Shmuel Kohen Gadol gives him a bracha. So what's going on here? And he doesn't say, you are blessed and you are great and you are wondrous, and that you should have a great day, Hashem. That's not the way what he says. But he talks about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's midos, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's attributes, the way in which he interacts with the world. That is the subject of the bracha. 
And the next line of the Gemara is, what's the purpose of this entire story? This incredible, fantastic story, which is beyond our understanding, beyond our grasp. What does it teach us? What's the practical uh, takeaway? That the bracha of a hediot, of a common person, should not be light in your eyes. This is a very important concept. It's the reason why we give each other blessings all the time and why we are, we are want to say amen after any bracha that we receive from anybody. Because the Kaddish Baruch received the bracha, the infinite received the bracha from the, the most finite. And we're not saying that Yishmoel ben Elisha Kohen Gadol was a hediot. He wasn't a hediot. He was the Kohen Gadol, and he was a Tamil Chacham, and he was one of the Chachmei Tamil. And yet, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, and yet it took a bracha from him. He's a hediot. Um, uh, vis-a-vis Hashem compare, in a comparison with Hashem. So too, um, anybody in the world is going to be less of a distinction. In other words, the, the ratio between uh, Rebbe Lishkagod and Hashem is going to be a much greater distance than anybody and yourself. And therefore, we learn from here that a birchus hedya shouldn't be kalabe necha. Now, what does a bracha mean? What do we see from here? So this is a description of, a, of the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu interacts with the world. That's the, this, this paradigm Bracha is teaching us. So I'll tell you briefly, there's, there's two basic explanations, inner explanations of the concept of Bracha, and then we'll make a Bracha on our tefillin. Number one is the Avud Raham says, says that it's a reference to the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the source of, of life, the source of, of blessing. Uh, we, th- that doesn't describe this Gemara, by the way. We're, we're referencing that he's the source of a Bracha Brecha, means a pool, a reservoir, a source. That's, uh, that's number one. That's one idea of Baruch. We're recognizing that you are the source of everything, Hashem. And number two, the more, I would say, Kabbalistic explanation, which is brought everywhere. It's brought in, in Rebbeinah Bechaya. It's, there's a piece of it in, in, uh, in, in Rechaim Velazhner's Sefer. Uh, the Rikanadi uh, tells us this in a couple different ways. He says that it's a, the idea is that you are the source and we are drawing down and we are increasing your interaction with the world. Hamavrich gefen is a term in the Mishnah that refers to taking a root and placing it into the ground, um, and the purpose of which is to draw that root, to draw that, uh, that plant forward, meaning there's a couple ways to plant. One of them is to put a seed into the ground. The other one is to take a shoot from an existing plant and place it into the ground, and that will cause the plant to grow further and to produce another plant. There's all sorts of questions in Hilcha Zeroyim as to what the status of the second plant is, but that's the idea of Havracha, of, of drawing forward the, um, the nutrients and the strength and the, uh, the, really the existence of the first plant. So that's the idea of Bracha, and I ran out of time, and I'll, just, I'll, I'll flesh that out a little bit more tomorrow. We'll continue with the Bracha of Alantia Sudan. Have a great day.